In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. Michigan State Police Major Crimes Unit was busy in our area over the weekend, and a lot of people heard the activity, primarily the sounds of a helicopter overhead. Public Information Officer Lieutenant Duane Robinson says the Major Crimes Unit went into the Benton Harbor area to conduct patrol activities, and then they asked the Aviation Unit for aerial support. In case someone ran from them on foot or um, someone fled in a vehicle, we would have aerial support identifying the location where these people uh, may have run to. Police say several suspects did attempt to escape from officers during this action, and aerial support helped in locating the fleeing individuals. Robinson says they'll use the tactic again, but won't say when. There was some success in terms of locating those that uh, decided to run from us during this detail. And so we we feel like it's a benefit to have them um, going forward. Robinson says this was an unusual activity for the area, but not uncommon for bigger cities like Detroit, Flint, and Saginaw. The St. Joseph City Commission stalled again, refusing to take any action to sell the Curious Kids Museum property to the museum operators. Prior to Monday's meeting, the nonprofit Curious Kids Museum offered half a million dollars to buy the building that they're in, with the promise of investing millions of dollars to curate a world-class children's museum. City officials countered with a contingency that includes a first right of refusal provision to buy the building back from the museum if their plans change. At Monday's meeting, Museum Director Lori Marciniak told the commission the city's contingency provision amounts to a poison pill when it comes to fundraising and financing. The CPM Board of Directors does not agree to enter into a land contract for the purchase of Memorial Hall due to the financing restrictions of the land contract and the immediate termination of the lease, posing a risk of losing the current lease. Commissioners resisted voting without Commissioner Mike Sorolla, who has been absent from the last several meetings, and instead suggested moving the issue to the October 9 meeting when Sorolla is expected to return. Mayor Laura Goose suggested a work session take place before the October 9 meeting to consider an idea offered by public comment that would combine Curious Kids Museum with the Discovery Zone at Shadowland Pavilion. Director Marciniak has previously stated the concept of moving the museum into a multi-use vertical space has proven problematic at other museums that have attempted that same approach. After seeing the cost of proposed improvements at Whirlpool Centennial Park more than double, the city of St. Joseph has approved another $40,000 to redesign their plan for amenities and a new pump house at that location. In pursuit of a $345,000 state grant, the city had planned to add a new pump house building, public restrooms, changing rooms, a live roof, and other design features near the Whirlpool Compass Fountain. The city saw initial estimates that put the project cost at about $690,000. To the city's surprise, however, the bids that actually came in have the cost at $1.7 million, more than double the original estimate. The Parks Department has scaled back the design to reduce costs by about half a million dollars, but the installation will look dramatically different. The additional $40,000 the City Commission approved on Monday will pay to redesign and re-engineer the project to a price tag of somewhere under a million dollars. Striking UAW workers are preparing for a high-profile visitor today, President Joe Biden. He is scheduled to pay a visit to southeastern Michigan to stand in solidarity with union members. Former President Donald Trump is also scheduled to visit Metro Detroit this week with remarks planned in Macomb County's Clinton Township. That happens Wednesday night. It was touted as a victory for the state and for Governor Gretchen Whitmer, but now the future Michigan EV site in Marshall is in question. 
Ford is pausing work on the construction of the electric vehicle plant in Marshall. The site was going to create 2,500 jobs. UAW President Sean Fain said this is a shameful, barely-veiled threat by Ford to cut jobs. Lawyers for former Michigan State University head football coach Mel Tucker have formally responded to the university's notice of intent to fire him for cause. In a 25-page release from the law firm of Foley and Lardner, Mel Tucker contends that Michigan State University adopted the allegations made against him without any meaningful review of the facts. As such, he contends the school should not be allowed to fire him for cause. The letter follows a decision from MSU Athletic Director Alan Haller that the school intends to formally fire Tucker this week unless reasons are presented as to why it shouldn't. MSU is also seeking to void the nearly $80 million remaining on Tucker's contract. Twice a year, the local electricity transmission company, ITC, performs visual inspections on their power lines to make sure that they're in good shape. The inspection involves helicopter crews that fly at low altitudes near power lines and look for damaged or worn equipment and vegetation hazards. Originally, the helicopters were supposed to be flying this week. Due to a change in the weather forecast, however, Berrien and Cowes County residents won't see and hear the helicopters until next week. ITC spokesman Andrew Johnson says the inspections are routine and they do these twice a year. In the spring, we do it before growing season, the fall after the growing season. And it's our role to inspect every mile possible from the air, which if there's any damage, then we can send that to a crew on the ground who can inspect it a little bit closer and make any necessary repairs. In total, the inspections will cover about 70 counties in Michigan and they're slated to take place through mid-October. If you're in downtown Watervliet this weekend, you might notice the mayor, the school superintendent, and others sitting on the roof of Mr. Clean's. It's a fundraising effort for Amanda Goss and her family. Event organizer Angie Roberts tells us Amanda has been battling cancer for nine years, and it has taken both an emotional and financial toll on the family. With all of the stressors in their life, financials should not be something they have to worry about on top of cancer. So a few of us joined together just to try to raise some money uh, to help them out. And the only thing we, we can think of doing. And so we went with a roof set. Roberts tells us she and her friends were trying to come up with something to do to help the Goss family, especially because Amanda is such a generous and giving person. She never stops giving. She also is the first one to volunteer to help on when people need help. Also, she even coaches her little girls in their sports. Like, while she's doing all this, I mean, it's hard enough for anybody to do those things. The Roof Sit event is this Sunday at Mr. Clean's in downtown Watervliet at the only stoplight in town. It runs from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. The day starts with Mayor Dea Muth sitting on the roof, and local dignitaries will continue to do that throughout the day. You can stop by and donate, or there's a GoFundMe also. For more information, look at our website, WSJM.com. Van Buren County 4-H is trying out a new event this year. It's called Tractor, Truck, or Treat. Denise Noble with the Van Buren Voyagers 4-H Club says she saw another group combining farm equipment with handing out treats, and she thought she would try it as well. We have access to the fairgrounds over in Hartford, so we have a ton of space to just bring in all kinds of big equipment, semi-trucks, tractors, excavators, whatever it may be. And we said, let's do this. I think we can do this. It's a wonderful way to promote 4-H. Noble says it's not just tractors and big trucks. The event will feature other equipment that's vital to agricultural production. We're pretty excited to see what people can come up with and how they're going to decorate their vehicles and stuff like that. We have one group that's bringing, I know, a propane tank 
that they're going to dress up like a pig. The overall effort is to promote awareness and interest in agriculture and the local 4-H. The tractor, truck, or treat happens at the Van Buren County Fairgrounds in Hartford. Happens on Saturday, October 7, from 1 to 5 p.m. No cost to families. The event is free and open to the public, not just 4-H members. For more information, check out their page on Facebook. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.